Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the Witty with Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Ming Lei. Today, we will start with reading Chapter 16. Chapter 16. You are co-creating within a magnificently diverse universe. If you have the ability to imagine it or even think about it, this universe has the ability and the resources to deliver it fully onto you. For this universe is like a well-stocked kitchen with every ingredient imaginable at your disposal. And within every particle of this universe is that which is wanted in the lack of it. The perspective of abundance and the lack of it is the environment in which focus is possible and focus activates the law of attraction. If you do not have the ability to know what you do want, you will not have the ability to know what you do not want. And without the ability to know what you do want, do not want, you cannot know what you do want. And so, it is through your exposure to life, experience, that your natural preferences are born. And in fact, these preferences are expanding, pardon me, are exuding from you in all moments of every day at many levels of your being. Even the cells of your well-tended-to body are having their own experience and are emanating their own preferences. And every preference is recognized by source and immediately answered with no expectation. Unwanted must be allowed for wanted to be received. Sometimes our physical friends express their desire for a less diverse universe. They long for a place where there are not so many unwanted things, a place where more things are exactly as they prefer them to be. And we always explain that you did not come forth into this physical experience wanting to take out all the experiences that exist and whittled on to a handful of good ideas and upon which all of you agree, for that would lead to endness, pardon me, endedness, which cannot be. This is an expanding universe, and all things must be allowed. In other words, for you to understand and experience what you desire, you must understand that what you do not desire for in order to be able to choose and focus both must be present and understood. You do not come to fix a broken world. As non-physical source energy expressing through your physical experience, your physical experience is truly the leading edge of thought. And as you are fine-tuning your creative experience, you are taking thought beyond that which it has ever been before. As you enthusiastically made the decision to come into this physical body and create in this way, you understood from your non-physical vantage point that this physical world was not broken and in need of repair. And you did not come forth to fix it. You saw this physical world as a creative environment in which you and everyone else could express yourselves creatively. You did not come forth to try to get others to stop doing what they are doing and do something else. You came forth understanding the value and the contrast and the balance and the variety. Every physical being on your planet was your partner in co-creation. And if you would accept that and appreciate the diversity of beliefs and desires, all of you would have more expansive, satisfying, fulfilling experiences. Do not put those unwanted ingredients in your pot. Imagine yourself as a chief in an extremely well-stocked kitchen that contains every imaginable ingredient. Let's say that you have a clear idea of the culinary creation you desire, and you understand how to combine these easily accessible ingredients in order to fulfill your desire. And as you perceive, there are many ingredients that you are not that are not appropriate for your creation, so you do not utilize them, but you also feel no discomfort about their ex existence. 
to simply utilize the ingredients that will enhance your creation and do with the ingredients that are not appropriate for your creation out of your mind. Some of the ingredients in this one spot kitchen are harmonious with your creation, and some of them are not. But even though adding some of these ingredients to your creation would absolutely ruin your pine, you do not feel the need to push against those ingredients or to ban them from the kitchen, because you understand that there is no reason for them to end up in your pine unless you put them in. And since you are clear about which ones enhance your creation and which ones do not enhance it, you feel no concern about the great variety of ingredients that exist. There is enough room for all diverse thoughts and experiences. From your non-physical perspective, with the enormous variety of experiences, beliefs, and desires that exist among the people of your world, you felt no need to admit or control some of them. You understood that there is room enough in this expansive universe for all manner of thought and experience. You had every intention of being deliberate about your own creative control of your own life experience and your own creation. But you had no intentions of trying to control the creations of others. The variety did not frighten you, but instead inspired you, for you knew that you were that you were each the creator of your own experience, and you understood that your exposure to the contrast would inspire specific directions within you, and that just because others may not, may choose differently, it did not make you right and them wrong, or them right and you wrong. You understood the value of your of that diversity. Here is the process by which your universe expands. So from the variety or contrast, your own preferences or desires are born. And in the moment that your preferences begins to exist, it begins to draw itself through the law of attraction, the essence of that which matches it, and it then begins an immediate expansion. And as you pay attention to the way you feel and continue to choose good feeling thoughts, Regarding your newly born preference, you stay in line with it, and now it gently and easily appears in your existence, and you have now created your desire. Along with this newly achieved physical manifestation of your desire comes an evolved perspective. And so the vibrational characteristics of you and everything about you have shifted somewhat, and you have moved into a new set of contrasting circumstances that will again inspire new preferences within you. And now, new rockets of desire emanate from you. And in the moment that this new desire exists, it too begins to vibrationally draw into itself, and it too expands. So now, as you continue to pay attention to the way you feel, and you choose good feeling thoughts regarding this newly born preference, you remain vibrationally in line with it. Therefore, it greatly, it gently and easily appears in your experience. And again, you have created your desire, and again, you have achieved a powerful place of clarity where another set of new, of contrasting factors surround you, which again, will cause a new rocket of desire to be born. This is how the universe expands, and this is why you are on the leading edge of the expansion. The valuable contrast continues to provide the birthing of endless new desires, and as each desire is born, source responds to desire. It is a never-ending, always-flowing, pure positive energy expansion. You will never get there. So, enjoy your journey. Once you consciously observe from your own creative perspective how each new achievement leads to another desire, you will begin to personally understand your part of this expansive universe, and in time, you will come to remember that you never get it done by because you never seize your awareness of the contrast out of which is always born a new idea or desire. The entire universe is established in that way, and as soon as you begin to relax into the idea, 
that you are an eternal being, that your desires will never cease to flow, and that any desire that is born has the power within it to attract by the law of attraction all that is necessary for the expansion and fulfillment of itself, that you may remember the immense well-being upon which the universe is established, and you may then relax into the eternal nature of your own being. It is then that you will begin to enjoy your journey. If it is your goal, finally, once and for all, achieve all that you desire, you will find yourself unable to ever fulfill that goal. For the expanding nature of this universe defines, defies that idea. You cannot ever get it done because you cannot ever cease to be. And neither can you ever hold your awareness yet. Out of your awareness will always be born another asking. And each asking always summons another answering. Your eternal nature is one of expansion, and then that expansion is a potential for unspeakable joy. Feel the balance and perfection of your environment, so the contrast causes new desire to be born within you. The new desire radiates from you, and as you offer the vibration of your new desire, that desire is answered. Every time when you ask it, it is given. Now, think about the perfection of this process. Continuing new ideas for the improvement of your experience emanates from you constantly, and are answered constantly. Consider the perfection of this universal environment. Every point of consciousness is improving its state of being in just the same way as, as you. Where every desire is understood and answered and every perspective is honored and responded to. Feel the balance and perfection of your environment. Every point of consciousness, even the consciousness of a cell in your body, can request an improved state of being and get it. Since every request is granted, there is no competition. Each point of view matters, every request is granted, and as this amazing universe unerringly expands, there is no end to the universal resources that fulfill these requests, and there is no end to the answers to the never-ending stream of questions, and for that reason there is no competition. It is not possible for someone else to receive the resources that were meant for you, and you cannot selfishly squander resources that were intended for someone else. All desires are answered, all requests are granted, and no one is left unanswered, unloved, and unfulfilled. When you stay in line with your energy stream, you always win, and somebody else does not have to lose have to lose for you to win. There's always enough. Sometimes your physical friends have a difficult time remembering this truth because they may experience some shortage in that experience or observe it in the experience of another. But what they are witnessing is not an evidence of shortage or a lack of resources, but instead the disallowance of the receiving of the resources that have been requested and answered. Step one has occurred. The asking is in place. Step two has occurred. The answer answering is in place. But step three, the allowing has not occurred. If someone is not receiving what they are asking for, it is, be, it is not because there is shortage of resources. It can only be that the person holding the desire is out of alignment with their own request. There is no shortage, there is no lag, there is no competition for resources. There is no there is only the allowing or disallowing of that which you are asking for. Chapter seventeen. Where are you? And where do you want to be? Have you seen the global positioning navigational systems that are available in vehicles today? An antenna on the roof of your vehicle sends a signal to satellites in the sky that identify your current location. Once you enter your desired destination to the keypad, the computer calculates the route between where you are and where you want to go. The monitor informs you of the distance you have to travel and recommends the best route to get there. And once you begin, the system will give you 
by spoken word or by fact-specific direction to lead to your new destination. The navigational system never asks where have you been. It doesn't ask why have you not, why have you been there so long. Its only mission is to assist you in getting from where you are to where you want to be. Your emotions provide a similar guidance system for you, where the primary function is also to help you travel the distance from where you are to where you want to be. It is extremely important that you know where you are in relationship to where you want to be in order to effectively move closer to where you want to be. An understanding of both where you are and where you want to be is essential if you are to make any deliberate decisions about your journey. You are surrounded by many influences in your physical environment, and often others ask or assist that you behave differently in order to positively affect your experience. You are deluged with laws, rules, and expectations that are imposed by others, and almost everyone seems to have an opinion about how you should behave. But it is not possible for you to stay on track between where you are and where you want to be if you are using those kinds of outside influences to guide you. Often you are pulled this way and that in an attempt to please another, only to discover that no matter how hard you try, you cannot consistently move in any pleasing direction and so you not only do not please them, but you also do not please yourself. And because you are being pulled in so many different directions, your path to where you want to be usually gets lost in the process. Your greatest gift to give is your happiness. The greatest that you could ever give to another is your own happiness. For when you are in a state of joy, happiness, or appreciation, you are fully connected to the stream of pure positive source energy that is truly who you are. When you are in that state of connection, anything or anyone that you are holding as your object of attention benefits from your attention. No one else needs you to be or do things for them in order for them to be fulfilled. For all of them have the same access to the stream of well-being that you do. Often others who do not understand that they have the access to the stream suffer in their inability to hold themselves in a place of feeling good and ask you to behave in a way that they believe will make them feel better. But not only do they hold you in a place of discomfort as they try to make you responsible for their joy, they hold themselves in a place of bondage as well. They cannot control the way any other one behaves. And if that control is necessary for their happiness, then they are truly in trouble. Your happiness does not depend on what others do. Your happiness does not depend on what others do, but only upon your own vibrational balance. And the happiness of others does not depend on you, but only on their vibrational balance. For the way anyone feels in any moment is only about their own mix of energies. The way you feel simply, clearly, and always the indicator of the vibrational balance between your desires and your vibrational offering, which from your vantage point you have launched. There is nothing in all the universe more important for anyone to understand than how the vibration they are offering is matching the vibrations of the desires. And the way you feel is your indicator of whether you are allowing your connection to source or not. Every good feeling, every positive creation, all your abundance, clarity, health, vitality, and well-being. And all the things that you consider to be good are dependent upon the way you are feeling right now. And on the relationship that that, that feeling vibration has to the vibration of who you really are and what you really desire. Each thought moves you closer 
to or farther away from San Diego. Just as it is easy for you to contemplate a successful trip from Phoenix to San Diego, it will be easy for you to contemplate a successful trip from financial insecurity to financial security, from sickness to wellness, from confusion to clarity. On your trip from Phoenix to San Diego, there will be no major unknowns for you to understand the distance between the two cities. You know where you are along the way and understand what moving in the wrong direction means to your success. Once you understand your emotional guidance system, you will never again be confused about where you are in relationship to where you want to be. Also, you will feel with each thought that you offer whether you are moving closer to or from your desired outcome. If you are using any other influence as your source of guidance, you will get lost and go off track. For no others understand as you do the distance between where you are and where you want to be. But even though they cannot understand your desires purely, they will still continually add their desires to the mix. And so, only when you pay attention to the way you feel, can you guide yourself steadily toward your own goals. Why does saying no to it mean saying yes to it? Your vibrational universe has the law of attraction as its basis. That means that your universe is about inclusion. When you give your attention to something that you desire and you say yes to it, you are including it in your vibration. But when you look at something you do not want and you say no to it, you are including it in your vibration. When you give no attention to it, you do not include it. But you cannot exclude anything that you are giving your attention to because your attention to it includes it and your vibration every time without exception. Chapter 18. You can gradually change your vibrational frequency. Just because you make the decision to find a different thought, it does not necessarily mean that you can go directly to that thought or not. For the law of attraction has something to say about the thoughts you have access to from where you are. Of course, there is no thought that you cannot eventually have, just as there is no place you cannot eventually reach from wherever you are. But you cannot instantly jump to a thought that is a vibrational frequency very different from the thoughts you are usually thinking. Sometimes one, sometimes one of your friends who is currently in a much better place, pardon me, it, sometimes one of your friends who is currently in a much better feeling place than you are may encourage you to stop thinking so negatively and choose more positive thoughts. But just because your friend is there in that better feeling place does not mean that your friend can bring you there for the law of attraction does not allow you to find vibrational frequency that is far from the frequency that you usually sustain. And even though you do not, even though you do want to feel better, you may not feel that you can find the joyful thought that your friend wants you to find. But we want you to understand that you can eventually find that thought and that once you have deliberately and gradually changed your vibrational frequency, you will be able to sustain that more positive position once you do achieve it. As you discover that you can always know the vibrational content of your being and therefore can always be aware of what Pardon, let's start that over. As you discover that you can always know the vibrational content of your being and can therefore always be aware of what your point of attraction is, you will then be in conscious creative control of your own experience. And once you understand that your emotions are giving you specific feedback and vibrational content, then you can proceed with the deliberate and gradual adjustment of your vibration. Reach for the best feeling thought you have access to. Choosing a different thought will always produce a different emotional response. So you could say, I would deliberately choose my thoughts so that I can feel better. That would be a decision for you to make.
it would be a great decision for you to make. An even better decision and really an easier one to make is I want to feel good so I would try to feel good by choosing a thought that does feel good. It is your decision to follow your voice when you have been focusing on a life situation that is nowhere near bliss. Your decision to follow your voice would be unsuccessful because the law of attraction cannot deliver a thought that holds such a dramatic vibrational difference. But it is your decision. But if your decision is to reach for the best feeling thought that you have access to, that decision can be easily achieved. The key to moving up the vibrational emotional scale is to be consciously aware of, even sensitive to the way you feel. For if you are not aware of how you feel, you cannot understand which way you are moving on the scale. You could be turned around and on your way back to Phoenix and not know it. But if you make the time to consciously determine the emotion that you are currently experiencing, then any improvement in your feeling means that you are making progress towards your goal. While any intensifying of the negative emotion means that you are going in the wrong direction. So a good way to feel your way up this vibrational emotion scale is always to be reaching for the feeling of a relief that comes when you release a more resistant thought and replace it with a more allowing thought. The stream of well-being is always flowing through you, and the more you allow it, the better you feel. The more you resist it, the worse you feel. I just want to thank everyone again for tuning into the Witty Words of Wisdom podcast. Please consider donating. The links will be in the description. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wittywordsofwisdom, or you can consider donating in cryptocurrency on getalbi.com, and you can find us on Trust at getalbi.com. And again, you can find these links in the description. And I thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Hope you enjoy Chapter 19. Only you can know how you feel about you. When you expect something, it is on the way. When you believe something, it is on the way. When you fear something, it is on the way. Your attitude or mood is always pointing toward what is coming, but you are never stuck with your current position, point of attraction. Just because you have picked up these thoughts, beliefs, attitudes, and moods along your physical trail does not mean that you have to continue attracting in response to them. You have creative control of your own experience, and by paying attention to your own emotional guidance system, you can change your point of attraction. If there are things in your experience that you no longer wish to experience, your belief must change. If there are things that you are not in your that are not in the experience that you want to bring into your experience, your belief must change. There is no condition. The serve that you cannot reverse it by choosing different thoughts. However, choosing different thoughts requires focus and practice. If you continue to focus as you have been, to think as you have been and to believe as you have been, that nothing in your experience will change. Life is always in motion, so you cannot be stuck. Sometimes your physical friends will say, I'm stuck. I've been in this place for a very long time and I cannot get out of it. I'm stuck. And we always explain that it is not possible to stand still or be stuck because energy and therefore life is always in motion. Things are always changing. But the reason it may feel to you as if you are stuck is because while you are continuing to think the same thoughts, Things are out, are changing, but they are changing to the same thing over and over. If you want things to change to different things, you must think different thoughts, and that simply requires finding unfamiliar ways of approaching familiar subjects. Others cannot understand your desires or feelings. Others are often eager to guide you. There are endless people with endless opinions, rules, requirements, and suggestions for how you should live your life. 
but none of them are able to take into consideration the only thing that matters in achieving your desires. Others cannot understand the vibrational content of your desires, and they cannot understand the vibrational content of where you are. So they cannot So they are not in any way equipped to guide you. Even when they have the very best of intentions and want your absolute well-being, they do not know that even though many of them attempt to be unselfish, it is never possible for them to separate the desire for you from their own desire for themselves. No one else knows what is appropriate for you when you remember that when anyone asks, it is always given. Then you cannot feel the perfection of an environment where each specific perspective gets to choose. Imagine that you will attend an Abraham Hicks Art of Align workshop. You know when and where it will be held, and you have made time in your schedule to attend. So with relative ease, you will make all the decisions that are right for you. You look down the list of approximately 50 seminars that will be offered during the next year, and you pick a time and the location that is most appealing to you. You notice that a seminar will be held in the city where you live, but the date conflicts with something else you have planned to do. So you look for an alternative. You then find a date that matches the time you do have open. You look for a seminar within that time frame, and you find one in the city that you have always wanted to visit. So you call Abraham Hicks Publications and purchase your seat for the seminar. Since you do not live in the seminar city, you realize that you will need to live the room, room accommodations and some sort of transportation to the city. So taking into consideration your specific desires and needs, you make several plans. You decide to travel by air because of the time factor, and you choose a hotel a few blocks away from the seminar hotel because you are a member of their rewards program, and you get a better rate by doing so. You also prefer the type of mattress that particular hotel chain offers. offers. Once I'll read that again. You'll also prefer the type of mattresses that particular hotel chain offers. Once you arrive at your seminar city, you rent a car from your favorite alumni, many rental car rental agencies. And on your way to the hotel, you stop at a restaurant that particularly that perfectly satisfies your cravings and that fits perfectly into your price range. You have taken very good care of yourself. In fact, you have arranged a perfectly wonderful time. But what if Abraham Hicks Publications had decided that they, from their vast experience in offering seminars, were in a better position to make plans for you? So based on what they have heard from the thousands who have attended the seminars, they have decided that they will make your arrangements. They assume based on your address that you prefer to attend the seminar in your hometown. So that is the only, that is the, that is the one they sign you up for. But... Then you explain that you have a scheduling conflict, so they adjust their decision and you and send you a ticket for the seminar city you prefer, and in like manner, as they make their decisions about what is best what is the best airline for you to take, the rental the car rental agency you rent from, the hotel bed you sleep in, and the food you eat, their choices would fall short of pleasing you. You are much better equipped to make those decisions for yourself. When you remember that everyone who asks is given, then how wonderful and appropriate it is for you to make the choices for you. For the universe operates much more efficiently without a middleman interceding on your behalf. No one else knows what is appropriate for you, but you do. You always know in the moment what is best for you. Chapter 20. Trying to hinder another's freedom always costs you your freedom. Yes, when you ask, it is always given, but you must be in vibrational harmony with what you are asking for. 
before you can let it into your experience. The reason why so many people do not remember or believe that all that they are asking for is being answered is because they are not consciously aware of what they are doing vibrationally. They are not making the conscious connection between their thoughts and subsequent feelings, those thoughts evoke, and the manifestations that are occurring. And without that conscious connection, you cannot know where you are in relationship to that which you desire. When you know that you want something and you notice you do not have it, you assume that there is something outside of yourself that is keeping it from you. But that is never true. The only thing that ever presents your receiving something that you desire is that your habit of thought is different from your desire. Once you're aware of the power of your thoughts and of your ability to allow in the things that you desire, you then have creative control of your experience. But if you are predominantly focused upon the result of your focused thoughts rather than feeling your way within your thoughts, it is easy to lose your way. Every reality has been focused by someone into being. Sometimes people will argue, but Abraham, I'm only telling you what is. I'm only facing the reality of the situation. And we said that you were taught to face reality before you knew you were creating reality. Do not face reality unless it is a reality you want to create, for any reality only exists because someone has focused it into being. Someone will say, but this is a true thing and therefore it deserves my attention. When you say that you make whatever you give your attention to your truth, and so it is extremely beneficial for you to primarily focus on the way you feel while giving only scant attention to the manifestations as they are unfolding. But whenever you are giving your primary attention to things as they are, you are hindering the expansion of what is. All those statistics that are gathered about your experiences and about others are only about how somebody has already flowed energy, but they are not about any hard and fast not reality. Within your current society, there are many who gather the statistics of human experience. They spend lifetimes comparing experiences and categorizing them as appropriate or inappropriate, right or wrong. They weigh the pros and the cons and the pulses and the misuses of topic after topic, but they seldom realize that their vibrational offerings are not serving them. They have no sense of their own power because they are flowing their energy in opposing directions. Their lives have become more about labeling the behavior or experiences of those with whom they share their planet than about their own creating. And so they find themselves in a very uncomfortable position as they come to believe that their happiness and well-being depends upon the behaviors of others. They point to people's behaviors or beliefs and call them inappropriate, saying no to them, without realizing they are including into their experience the vibration of the very thing they do not want. And so without the knowledge of how it is, and it is that those unwanted things are making their way into their experience, they become increasingly guarded and fearful. Unwanted things cannot jump into your experience uninvited. Freedom from the fear of unwanted experiences will never cease, will never be achieved by trying to control the behavior or desires of others. Your freedom can only be allowed by adjusting your own vibrational point of attraction without the knowledge of the attraction, of the law of attraction, and without a conscious awareness of what you are doing with your own vibrational point of attraction. It is understandable why you would attempt to control the circumstances that surround you, but you cannot control the many circumstances that surround you. However, once you learn about the law of attraction, once you are aware of the way your thoughts feel, you will never again feel fear about all one of the things jumped into your experience. You will understand that.
Nothing can come to be experienced without your invitation, since there is no assertion in this attraction-based universe. If you do not achieve vibrational harmony with it, it cannot come to you, and unless you do not achieve vibrational harmony with it, it cannot come to you. Even the smallest of among you, your babies are often vibrations that the universe is matching. And like you, your little ones are influenced by the vibration of those who run surrounded them, but nevertheless they are creating their own reality. Like you did not like you did, they did not begin the creation of their life in this body once they were in it. But long before the physical birth, they set in motion this life experience that they are now living. The greatest argument we hear from our physical friends who want to understand the relationship with the non-physical and how it is that they are here, living and creating it. But how is it possible that this little baby who has really learned very little about our physical world could be held responsible for the creation of its own life? We want you to understand that this little one is very well prepared for its life in the environmental and in, in your environment because like you, it was born with an emotional guidance system to help it find its way. These babies, like you, came romping joyously into your time-space reality, eager for the opportunity to continue to make new decisions and to align with the energy of their source. Do not worry about them, or about anyone. Well-being is the order of this universe, no matter how your current vantage point may appear. Remember, your emotions are telling you everything you need to know about your connection to your through source energy. They are telling you how much source energy you are selling in response to your focused desire. And they are also telling you if you are in this moment of thought and emotion in vibrational alignment with your desire. Was it your speed or was it the tree? If you were driving your vehicle at 100 miles an hour and you hit a tree, you would experience a very big crash. However, if you were hit the same tree while your vehicle was traveling at just 5 miles per hour, the outcome would be considerably different. See the speed of your vehicle with the power of your desire. In other words, the more you want something, or the longer you have been focusing upon your desire, the faster the energy moves. The tree in our analogy represents the resistance or the contradictory thoughts that may be present. It is not pleasant to run into trees, and it is also not pleasant to hold powerful desires in the midst of great resistance. Some try to remedy the imbalance by slowing down their vehicle, in other words, they deny the desire, but they try to release it, and sometimes with great effort they are able to diffuse the power of their desire to some degree, but by far the better remedy would be to reduce your level of resistance. Your desire is the natural result of the contrast in which you are focused. The entire universe exists to inspire the next new desire. And so, if you are trying to avoid your own desire, you are attempting to move contrary to the universal forces. And even if you are able to suppress a desire here and there, more desires are continually evolving within you. For you have to come forth into this body and into this wonderful contrasting environment with a clear intent of focusing the energy that creates worlds through the powerfully focused lens of your perspective. And so, nothing in all the universe is more natural than your continuing desire. Behind every desire is the desire to feel good. There is no desire that anyone holds for any other reason than they believe they will feel better in the achievement of it. Whether it is an interior object, a physical state of being, a relationship, a condition, or a circumstance, the heart of every desire is the desire to feel good. And so, the standard of success in life is not the things or the money. The standard of success is absolutely the amount of joy you feel. 
the basis of flight is freedom and the joy of life is extinction. But the, per the purpose of your joy and pardon me, but the purpose of your life is joy. And that is why the main event has never been a manifestation. It has always been the way you feel in the moment. In other words, you intended to come into the physical realm of contrast and desire what is wanted to connect with the energy that creates worlds and to flow it toward your objects of attention, not because the objects of attention are important, but because the act of flowing energy is essential to life. In your appreciation, you offer no resistance. Remember, you are an extension of your source energy. And when you are allowing your full connection to your source, you feel good. And to the degree that you disallow your connection, you feel less good. You are pure positive energy, you are love, you expect good things, you respect and love yourself, you respect and love others, and you are a natural born appreciator. Appreciation and self-love are the most important aspects you could ever nurture. Appreciation of others and appreciation of yourself are the closest vibrational matches to the source energy of anything that has ever witnessed anywhere in this universe. Wherever you are focused upon something, Whenever you are focused upon something you appreciate, since that current choice of thought is so similar to who, who you really are as source energy, there is no contradiction in your energy. You are in your moment of appreciation, offering no resistance to who you are, so your resulting emotion indication is, of only, is, of, is one of love, joy, or the feeling of appreciation. You feel very good, but if you criticize someone or even find fault with yourself, the resulting feeling would not feel good because the vibration of the thought or criticism is so very different from that of your source. In other words, because you have chosen a thought that does not match who you really are, you can in this moment feel the discord of your choice through your emotions. If your grandmother who adores and appreciates you tells you how wonderful you are, the reason those words feel so good is because they choose, they cause you to focus in a way that connects you with who you really are. But if a teacher or an acquaintance chastises you for some action you have offered, you feel bad because you have now been influenced to a thought that does not match who you really are. Your emotions let you know in every moment whether you are allowing your connection to who you are or not. When you allow your connection, you thrive. When you do not allow your connection, you do not thrive. You must be selfish enough to align with well-being. Now, occasionally someone will accuse us of teaching selfishness. As, and we agree, indeed, we do teach selfishness. For if you are not selfish enough to deliver the line with the energy of your source, you have nothing to give anyone. Some worry if I, if I selfishly achieve what I want, wouldn't I be unfairly taking it from others? But that concern is based on a misconception that there is a limit of available abundance. They worry that if they take too much of the pie, others will be left with nothing. Wow, in reality, the pie expands in proportion to the vibrational request of all of you. You never say, I feel guilty about the abundance of good health that I have been living, so I have decided that I will be sick for the next couple of years in order to allow someone who has been sick the opportunity to use my portion of lungs for himself, for you understand that by your well-being, you are in no way depriving another of the experience of wellness. There are some who fear that a selfish person may deliberately intend harm to another, but it is not possible for someone who is connected to source energy to wish harm upon another, for those vibrations are not compatible. 
Some say I saw a picture of a mass murderer, and he looked gleeful. He showed no remorse at all. He said he enjoyed what he did, but you have no way of accurately assessing what he is feeling. You experience your own emotions because of the relationship between your desire and your current state of thought and the subject, but you have no way of accurately feeling his emotions. It is our absolute promise to you that no one connected to source energy would ever cause harm to another. They lash out in their defensiveness or in their disconnectedness, but never from their state of connection. You must understand that the ultimate act of selfishness is to connect with self. And when you do when you do that, you are pure positive energy focused in this physical body. If everyone on our planet were connected with their own source energy, there would be no assault, but there would be no jealousy, insecurity, or comfortable feelings of competition. If everyone understood the power of their own being, they would not seek to control others. Any feelings of insecurity and hatred are born from your disconnection with who you are. Your selfish connection with being, with well-being, would bring only well-being. And most important, we want you to understand that this is not necessary for everyone else, or anyone else for that matter, to understand what you are learning here in order for you to live a wonderful experience. Once you remember who you are, once you deliberately reach for your thoughts that hold you in vibrational alignment with who you are, your world will also fall into alignment and well-being will show itself to you in all areas of your life experience. If you are not experiencing it, you are not allowing it. Remember, each emotion indicates how much energy you are summoning because of your desire and how much of that summoned energy you are allowing because of the predominant thoughts and beliefs that you currently hold relative to that desire. If you are feeling strong emotions, whether positive or negative, that means your desire is powerfully focused and you are summoning a great deal of source energy towards your desire. When your strong emotions feel bad, like depression, fear, or anger, that means you are offering resistance to your desire. When your strong emotions feel good, like passion, enthusiasm, expectation, or love, that means you are offering no resistance to your desire. So the source energy that you have summoned through your desires is not being challenged vibrationally by you, and you are currently allowing the folding of your desires. So it seems obvious that the perfect creative situation is to really, really want something that you truly believe is possible, and when that combination of desire and belief is present within you, Things will quickly and easily unfold in your experience. When you want something that you do not believe is possible, when you hold a desire for something that you do not expect, although a strong enough desire can override a weaker belief, it does not unfold easily, for you are not aligning into your current experience. The feeling of a pure desire feels good to you. Unfortunately, many people think that the uncomfortable feeling of wanting some, something they do not expect to experience is what the feeling of desire is, they no longer recognize the feeling of pure desire as they, as a fresh, eager feeling of expectancy that they knew when they were younger. The feeling of pure desire is always delicious as it is, as it represents the vibrations that are stretched out before you into your unseen future, preparing the way for the law of attraction to match things up on your behalf. The value of recognizing your emotions and then consciously working to offer thoughts in order to deliberately produce better feeling emotions is truly what deliberate creation is. It is also what the art of Alana is all about. I would want to be over there. Sometimes a person will say, I'm not happy over here where I'm standing. I would much rather be over there. Over there where my body is not sick. Or over there where I'm not overweight. Or over 
there where I had money or a better relationship. And we asked, why would you like to be over there? Often the reply is, because I'm not happy over here because of where I'm standing. We then explained that it is important to talk about what is believed to be over there and try to find the feeling place of what's over there. For as long as someone is talking about and feeling what's over there, it is not possible for them to get over there. If you have been accustomed to thinking and speaking about where you are currently standing, it is not an easy thing to suddenly shift your vibration and to begin thinking and feeling something that is very different. In fact, the law of attraction says that you do not have the access to thoughts and feelings that are very far from where you have recently been vibrating. But with some effort, you can find other thoughts with the determination to feel better. You can change the subject and therefore find other thoughts with better feeling vibrations. But vibrational shifting is usually a gradual process. In fact, a continual attempt in defiance of the law of attraction of trying to jump vibrational ranges is a major factor in the feelings of discouragement that eventually cause people to conclude that they really do not have control over their own life experiences. And that concludes the reading of chapter 20. And that will be the last chapter of today. And I just want to thank you very much for tuning in to the Witty Words of Wisdom podcast. And I will catch you on the next one. God bless you.